Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out, with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, my other neurosis. Ahoy! Ahoy! It is a new day. It is. <laughs> you know. It is a day that I did not have to do jury duty, so that's something. Aha! Surprise! Non-jury duty again. Again, it's so bizarre. It's a, so again. It, <laughs> now, listeners, I will say, this is what three, three, four. Oh no, it's my you fourth time. Four. This is called four. fourth jury duty time in his little window of. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Of eligibility, eligibility I guess. I don't know. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> of, of, of wonder, I guess. Ugh, I don't yeah. think that's, I don't think that's what they call it, but that's what I'm going to call it because yeah. that word makes sense to me. So yeah. we're going to go. <laughs> There's a lot unknown. Yeah. Now I must say, um, uh, <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, not, not, uh, it's one of those moments where it's like, sure. Did I, drive you know back home two hours to be ready for this in the morning um was it fun to do that no uh no no it wasn't uh but then like when the when i knew it was i knew it was wrong i knew something was wrong when the judge came out because usually they have the county the clerk come out and say like read off the paperwork and say here's the little spiel and how it goes and here's what's going to happen and blah 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 and yeah. then the bailiff comes out and he goes all rise for honorable blah 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 <clears throat> and then you rise and the judge sits down and uh he gives you a little talk well the judge just like walked in wearing his normal clothes <laughs> and was like okay here's the thing uh thank you for all being here uh you're not needed the prosecuting attorney, prosecuting attorney had to go in through for emergency surgery. So we're not able to hold the trial today and you're dismissed. <laughs> I, I was literally seated. So for f- I was seated for five minutes seated. For, I was sitting down for five minutes. <laughs> uh, now, when this happened, when this happened, obviously my first feeling is this really sucks. Okay. It's followed very quickly by, I hope the per, uh, uh, <laughs> Right. Like that's kind of a big deal. Um, and I mean, uh, yeah. Right. But, you know, <laughs> and so like two hours for this. So, right, like. right. <laughs> well, the lady, behind, the lady in front of me was like stood up and like ripped off of her, ripped off her badge. and was like, I drove three hours for this. Are they reimbursing me for mileage? I guess not. And was like really angry about this. Um, and, I get it. Like it was. It was I mean, they could have called you. You know, like hey. This well, one. so <laughs> I was thinking about this because I was like, you know, they don't call you to let you know that you have jury duty. They send a letter, and so I think. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. So I, I yeah, think they, they have some sort of legal. I think they have some sort of legal precedent and like requirement of how they contact people because you know, Dad was like, "Well, why didn't they?" T- yeah, because Dad was like. Why didn't they text? He said, you get text messages when you get jury duty. And I said, yeah, but I had to sign up for those. I had to elect into the text message alerts. That was not something that's offered to everybody. Because mm. some people sit on jury duties who don't have phones, right? Like, 
they can't just call everybody. They can't. That, that that's not a requirement. But in order to because who's who are they going after? People who because I guess that would be considered like discriminate discriminatory yes, right it, like if you're yes, like it would. required to have a phone like Whoa. yep yep can't do that so you know it, so they have you have to have an address because you have to be a registered so what are the link to uh voting registry and paying taxes but all of those require having a, a an address to to relate you know to have paperwork sent back to yeah. you so that's what they go off of they go off of your address and so they can't exactly send a same day letter <laughs> <laughs> to you, true. When, Tele- when the telegram. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that when when they when they woke up that morning and at eight o'clock the prosecuting attorney was rushed into the hospital. Like can't exactly get a letter out. Yeah. So I I really think that there's some sort of legal requirements for how they because the 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 judge that because I've sat through a few of these in, in, the, in very recent memory. Oh yes, because um, you're an expert now. I am. Uh, I am. You're welcome. Duty. <laughs> I will feel, feel free to uh, send your questions. Uh, no, I, uh, <laughs> he was very, um, it, it, earnest about procedure because obviously what he is trying to do is he's trying to run the courtroom. So there's no point or a possibility of like, a mistrial or a technicality where somebody oh, could yeah. come back. Like that's really his job in a lot of cases is to make sure yeah. that the, when he says order in the court, he's really saying like the procedures yeah. are not being followed and, and we are. Yeah. And so that's what he's trying to do is to, and he's trying to keep it fair and manage it. So that the person gets a fair trial and nothing is swayed. And so when he's up there, he's like, look, we're, we're going through this process. Cause one of the things that he was like really harping on us on was whenever they were doing the questioning before you go in of like, when you rise, state your name, state your number so that we can get it rented into the court documents. So that there, so that there's no question of who was answering. Cause apparently Things oh, yeah. have been so the stenographer can <clears throat> copy you down because apparently jury pools have been drawn into question in years past because they didn't identify who they were and so they couldn't reference who they was and then you didn't have a, a jury of your peers because you didn't know who was saying the things and then it ends up being thrown out so you know he's basically like letter of the law literally here um, yeah so so it just <clears throat> I could imagine how if they said. You know, oh, we're going to call everybody. Well, th- if that's again, that's kind of discriminatory against people who don't have a phone or whatever. And so they just gathered us all and uh, took all of our numbers. And that w- I think that was the thing that I was probably a little peeved about. Of like, when did you know? Because like, I was there five minutes prior, and they were still taking my number, and we were sitting sitting down, and. W- like, could you have just turned away people at the door? Like, is that legally allowed? Or do you have to assemble everybody? Like, you surely you could just put somebody at the door that says, we're not doing this today. Thank you for coming. And just have them repeat that forever. Like, surely. Yeah. You would think so. I don't. Again, not being an expert uh, in this particular field. Um, Maybe there's, maybe it has to be like officially called off by somebody, right? That, you can't that's have what like I'm. That's what I'm thinking. The dude, you know, like the 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 people that work at the desk, you can, they can't be like, yeah, sorry, just kidding. 
you know, maybe they don't have the proper quote authority to do that. You know what I mean? That would that would make sense because then then you could just then the opposing attorney could just station somebody out there and send everybody away to delay the seating of a jury to give themselves more time. Oh, um, right, oh, like sneaky <laughs> underhandedness. So, so I, I probably yeah, is. But maybe is, it has to be the judge to be like, be just judge, kidding, guys. Yeah, to call it off. Time to go I, home. Yep, because that is true. He was the one who came in the. The technically the second time I was called in was the first time that I was actually present. Um, he was the one who came in and said, he said, thank you all for showing up because you were here today. The defendant has decided to plead guilty and not take this to trial. You've done your duty. Have a good day. And I want really want to be like, so does that count? <laughs> like, does that count? Cause like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I was here. You can cross me off the list. Call somebody else. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, can this count towards my three years of you never contact me? No? Okay, that's fine. That's <laughs> yeah, because you, you contact me. Here I am. I'm here. So. Yeah, I feel like this this particular... Uh, what word did I decide to call this? Your eligibility period. Uh, did, they, did they only, like, activate, like, 50 people? Like, nope. That's it. We're just going to keep calling the same people over well, and over again. I guess I think what they did was they had the jury pool <laughs> and then yeah, I think they probably had a jury pool of like 100 and then each time a jury was called in, they would only call in like 40 to 50 people of that and then as 12 would get selected for each trial, they would just move more 12 more in, into rotation. Um Oh yeah, maybe. And then keeping that original set because at like when they said um he said who have you who who here has been here before uh 99 of the room had raised their hand and, then, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so like they were really using the jury pool quite a bit over and over and over again he did yeah, say maybe. He did say that this was a a record year for trials in in uh, in the county, and I was like, "That's not a good thing, right? Like, that's not a good metric." <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say, right? Because I mean, a lot of them, most most not most, but like a large portion of trials do come down to just be like, "Yeah, I'm just going to plead this or whatever, and it'll be fine," right? You know, like they do the deal or they do something or they just go, "Yeah, I'm guilty." Uh, whoops. Um, they're like, just no. Like, they're like, we have all the evidence. Like, mm, okay, I'm not going to trial. <laughs> yes. So maybe it was just a weird fluke that they decided to go. I don't know. It's it's very odd. Or maybe there's just more crimes. Who knows? <clears throat> yeah. So who knows? Not me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think, I, I think. It'd be interesting to see crime. Yeah, now I'm really looking forward to seeing the, this year's crime statistics come out from the sheriff's office and be like, oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, look at all these crimes. Look at this. <laughs> so many crimes. So many crimes. Although, the, the, <laughs> that doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> no, no, it does not. But, you know, it's fine. It is. So it, it gave me some time. They're catching. No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was saying it means they're catching the criminalists, though, right? If they're having the trials, that means the people doing the crimes have been apprehended. 
Mm-hmm. So that's good, at least. Well, yeah, it's one of those right? things of going, is there more you know? crime or is just more crime being caught? Right? That's the always yeah, question. Yeah, that's the yeah. <laughs> The criminals just become worse. Right? <laughs> worse at criminaling. Yep. They do. Yeah, they're worse at cr- worse at criming, right? They're just getting busted all the time, so that could be it too. <clears throat> so, if you had a lot of drive time to ponder life or listen to Rammstein, I don't really know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I um, well, I did use it to listen to some podcasts, obviously. And while I was up in that service area, I did manage to do a few more drop-in checks on like, like shadowing coming in behind my staff just to make sure everything is going well. <clears throat> and that is, uh, that's the second time that I've done that second round. It's very good. It is, it is very good stuff. Um, I, I'm definitely trying to think of a way to more formalize this into our policies and part of our, uh, so I can make it a section of like our quarterly reviews so that I can go over that kind of information. Cause I think it's really valuable and it's not something that we were capturing beforehand. Yeah. So, I, well, that's good. See, kind of bonus deal. Out of it. I did. I did some work and then I was like, well, let me just boogie on down back home. <laughs> <laughs> going back to see dad, I guess. Hey, there we go. Hello. Kobe was kind of confused because I did take Kobe what? home with me. And then <laughs> it's like, quick, we got to go. What do you mean we're going back? I know. It's like, I mean, he wasn't too upset because he got to sit on top of my jacket on a heated seat. So, you know. <laughs> oh, that's true. He was like, let's go. It's like, it's like well, anyway, Car riding dog. Do, do we need to, do we need to go into Arkansas at all? Can we just keep driving, please? Zero. How long are we going to be in this car? <laughs> did you get all the, did you get your car unloaded while you're up there too? You get your, I did. I did. Parts of it unloaded and get the, ready for round two. No, I got the, I got the, the yeah. Little, Sorry about that. Uh, you know, it's fine. <laughs> no, no, we've got the, I, so last night I, uh, we, we, I went to dinner with the, with, uh, the family with Megan and the kids. And then uh, I drove up. So I didn't get home until like eight 30 and then to help me unwind before I, cause then I had to edit an episode to help me unwind before bed. I was like, well, I need to get everything unloaded and like, st- like set and like kind of like positioned stationed a little bit. So I True. did uh, <laughs> kind of like, where can, where was the, where is this thing going to live now? That's, right. Like this one. <laughs> I did get the houses set up uh, and, and reset up and, inst- and put in their, ho- into the kids' rooms. They both have the perfect corner for it. Uh, and so. The, oh, nice. All right. <laughs> the, uh, uh, kids, uh, uh, Lillian's is definitely going to be, uh, full of stuffed animals. So that's, <laughs> she is, she is quite okay. thrilled. They need she's, a, she's thrilled they, with this. Yeah. News. They need a place to go. Yeah, they, as she said, they need a home. <laughs> ah, perfect. <laughs> so that's all well. So I did get that, and then I was like, okay, like because I'm I'm kind of one of those people who I can't, or it's not that I can't. It's very difficult for me to focus on certain tasks if I know that there's like 
cleaning to do. Um, now, is this an effective like tool? Other things, I, yeah. yes. <laughs> is this an effective tool that I have used to procrastinate to the nth degree? Absolutely, uh, <laughs> but it is, def- <laughs> it is definitely. But I wasn't trying to procrastinate. I was just like, I really. It just helped me focus a lot more on this. If I can just get all these things taken care of, get everything put back in, put together, put away, and then I'll be, it'll be just it'll be nice, it'll be good. <sighs> so I did that. That's good. I'm glad you found homes for things uh, on round one. So that'll mm-hmm. make round, round two, two. <laughs> much easier, at least, right? This Whenever was, this was my go, thought. I'll go back. This was my thought. And I was like, I'd rather do this now without like all the people present because that makes it more difficult. Now I can just make a unilateral decision of like, this goes here. <laughs> and, uh, that way, when when everyone else arrives, it's a oh look how it's already set up and ready for you. That's true. Oh, oh, so this is where this goes, right? So they yes. already know where its, it's home it. is because uh-huh. they had to take it out from there, right? So that is that is good. You know, that's handy, uh, handy little piece of fun advice there to do that. So that's yeah. Pre- preemptively put things away. Ugh. So, yeah, yeah, but. Other than that, it's been our it's been our day. It's been pretty relaxing. It's nice and warm. Uh, pond is still frozen, so you know, good things. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Perfect. All I got accomplished today was laundry. I was like, okay, it- <laughs> I can't avoid this peep anymore, especially after I unpacked my stuff from the weekend or whatever. It's like, hmm. Now it's way too big. Uh, okay, I got <laughs> I to start on. And the problem is, of course, <clears throat> the problem is, of course, I cannot. Like, there's so many, like, sweaters and, like, pullover things in my laundry that I cannot do. Oh, just <laughs> I have to do like laundry in smaller loads because it, there's it will never dry. Ever, yeah, right. So like I have to, I was like breaking my laundry down into like, hmm. So I can do this and this oh. and this too, and like maybe these jeans and maybe oh this. Right, like it is totally <laughs> going a through f- and like. It's totally a fox, frog, and scorpion scenario situation where you're like, if I combine these two together, that's way too much. What? But also, <laughs> or what, whatever it is, the fox, is it? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. No, the fox, isn't it the fox and the frog and the scorpion have to cross the river and the, oh my gosh. Okay. Hold on. Oh, is that, oh, okay. We're talking about the fable thing. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. I just, my brain was not in the right frame of mind and i was like what okay okay what (laughs) okay no no it's not it's not that one it's it's is it a fox no yeah it is a fox because he wants to climb on his back there's a scorpion it's a fox and scorpion and he's like the scorpion's like can you so i was mixing the one where it's like what's the one where it's like you have to get three things across and the two can't go together and it's too much because the fox and scorpions where the fox is like uh, no, Scorpion, I won't let you ride with me because you'll sting me. And then the Scorpion's like, no, of course I won't. Um, I won't sting you because if I sting you, we'll both drown. And then the fox is like, that makes sense. And then the fox lets the Scorpion ride on its back and then the fox stings the, the, sorry, the Scorpion stings the fox and the fox is like, why'd you do that? And the Scorpion's like, I'm a Scorpion. That's what I do. 
And then they both sting things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not what, yes. what, what. What was I trying to think of? Of the what is that? What is that? What is that? That a puzzle of like crossing the river puzzle. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I. Oh my gosh, I don't. Um, I'm not sure. I'm gonna Google crossing the river puzzle. Oh, it's where you. It's got uh, the. This, it's oh, the this, fox. This yeah, is fr- has to cross the river in the fewest number of trips. And it's like the fox, the sheep, and the, the plant or whatever. Um, wolf, goat, cabbage. Yeah, and it's like you can't put the wolf and the and the the goat together because the wolf will eat the goat. But you can't put the wolf and the. All right, so the, I have I have a quoting from Wikipedia. First of all, interesting. According to Wikipedia. The wolf goat cabbage problem is a river crossing puzzle. It dates back to at least the ninth century and has entered the folklore of several cultures. All right. So the story apparently is thus a farmer went to the market and purchased a wolf, a goat and a cabbage. First of all, as one does, (laughs) obviously, (laughs) I'm not familiar with many times in history where you just like straight up purchasing a wolf. But anyway, that's fine. Um, on his way home, the farmer came to the bank of a river and rented a boat. But crossing the river by boat, the farmer could only carry himself and one of his purchases. If left unattended together, the wolf would eat the goat or the goat would eat the cabbage. The farmer's challenge was to carry himself and his purchases to the far bank of the river, leaving each purchase intact. So he has to shuttle them across. And it's not what's going to be in the boat necessarily. It's going to be what's left what's on left. the bank together. Right? So yeah. This is okay. Okay. I feel so, like I don't know the solution. I'm not going to click on the solution button. Yet. Fine. So that's what Do my you brain know the was solution trying. to this. Uh, you have to take the, I think you have to take the goat. Uh, you have to take the goat first. Then right. you come back. Oh, you take the goat first. And then. Oh, wait, what is it? Um, yeah, it's you take the goat first, you come back, you get the wolf, you get the wolf, you drop off the wolf, you pick up the goat, you take the goat back, wow. you pick up the cabbage, you take the cabbage back, and then you go back and get the goat and bring the goat back. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because you would leave the the wolf and the cabbage together. <laughs> yes. The tricky, the hard, part, the hard part about this is that it, as presented, you, your brain doesn't typically think to take it back to the other back side across. that's why this is that's why this is hard it's because you have to think yeah. oh well as most people just think oh if i pick up the goat i'll take the goat back and then i'll leave the goat and then i'll come back i'll pick up the wolf and, and oh but then like they don't think oh i'll put the goat back in <laughs> my my boat but it's it, like you said it's important of what's left behind what was what was in my brain was you doing this kind of puzzle piecing different articles of clothing together to try and make like the perfect and optimal laundry bundle so that you could wash it and yes. dry it effectively <laughs> that's that's what i was yes this is true to i had to think about like how many sweaters how many normal t-shirts how many like undergarments of like underwear or socks and uh pants or lounge pants right also having to take into consideration uh, I received articles of clothing for Christmas and <laughs> yes. those must now be washed before they enter rotation. Right. Because I have this thing where I won't wear, I won't wear anything unless I've washed it first. Hmm. I just, it's a weird n- neurosis thing that I have. 
And I won't, I won't wear things unless I've washed them first. So like, Dad got me a shirt. Susan got me some sweet lounge pants. I am currently wearing some ballin' Lord of the Rings lounge pants, right, by the way. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> yes, they're so great. Uh, but like, they had to be washed today because I'm not wearing them until they've gone through the wash. So they, they don't go into the closet rotation until they've been washed. So there was also that to take into consideration. I was uh-huh. like, today I have more clothes than I did two days ago. So <laughs> it, it, this actually fits really well because, because also you want to do this in the least amount of, 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 of cycles possible, right? You don't want to just be doing loads of laundry for nine hours a day. Like nobody yeah, yeah, wants yeah. So, to do that. So, also, right here's the other thing. Right, the goal, the goal of all of this is to uh, because I will, because I'm on break, right, and so I can potentially just wear my pajamas for a few days in a row. Um, I will at the end of this. I will. I will. There will be a small moment in time where I have zero dirty, except for whatever I'm wearing, right. That's it. it so it's, like, a, it's an amazing feeling, too. <laughs> yeah, when I play this out, right? Because I did a couple loads today. I do a couple loads tomorrow, and I'm I might be done after tomorrow. But if I do have to do more, I'll do one more because Susan has to be laundry, so we're trying to face it out, do the thing. But like, I'll wear these like pajama pants for a little bit, and then I'll wash them, and then so then we'll just we'll have no dirty laundry at all for like just a small amount of time, and that is. The goal, right? It'll <laughs> be a brief moment in history where it's all done, and then it'll get ruined because I'll have to like go to Susan's mom's house or something. And like, ah, close. No, no, no. Because my other my other neuroses is I cannot leave the house and le- uh, wearing like I will not leave the house wearing like lounge pants or sweatpants. Well. I can't. Sure, I can't do it. So, like, I will have to put on jeans or some sort of other pant, right? And so then, then they will become dirty. Boom, sadness. Back. But <laughs> and it never ends. <laughs> never ends. Ever. Such, a, such is the human struggle. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, messes up my rotation. It's all right. It'll be fine. <laughs> like going into the new week with like one dirty shirt not really the end of the world right it'd be fine but <laughs> this is true still mildly annoying but yeah so that was what I was doing today puzzling how much laundry and then throw that into the mix of like I have a few jackets that I could wash that haven't been washed in a long time I gotta wash that. So I like wash one of my coats. And you had to like wash it like by itself, right? And then but then you don't dry it, right? You just hang it to dry. Mm-hmm. So where does that fit into the rotation? Right? I'm not gonna dry that because it'll mess it all up. So you can hang that over here. You know, so mm. it has been puzzling. Puzzling. Yeah, because puzzling. F- fewer things are more frustrating than because usually it's one load, you run the load of wash, and then you can run one cycle in the dryer. 
it's done. Mm-hmm. And then while the dryer is going, obviously you get the wash going and it is very frustrating when the second load of wash is done, but the first load of the dryer is not. And you now have well, to yeah, but <laughs> back that up. That happens process. a lot, right? That's okay. I'm used to that because our dryer is old and kind of inefficient anyway. So like, this is the thing that happens. Sometimes you have to run it like a bit longer than just one cycle anyway. Sure. But does help. What you do in this situation is you take the dryer and you make sure you open it and you, you ruche the clothes about oh. so that they aren't yeah. all in direct contact with one another. And sure. you kind of even some of them you can like hang over the edge and they will kind of. I mean, it won't be for very long, but they can begin to air dry slightly. Yes. Uh, while you're waiting for the dryer to be done. So. That's the strap for that one. You got to play into the <laughs> the old track. Plus, see the the other thing to take into consideration here is the laundry room is small and has a door that closes it. So, if you have the dryer going, there is residual heat emanating from the dryer. If you close the room, mm. that room is now warmer than the other parts of the house, and it will maybe help the clothes that you have zhuzhed about and left in there. Maybe it will start. Maybe that will help them dry before they get the dryer. I don't know if that's true or not. I like to think it helps. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, as, as with many things done in life, uh, we, we do them in hopes that there is something on the other end, and we go, well, it's not hurting anything, right? It's not hurting this process so surely it'll be fine <laughs> i mean that's true definitely not gonna hurt it so so there is that but that was <clears throat> that's basically what i've done today spent some laundry some more laundry yes and then slowly started to find homes for some of my christmas presents right uh-huh well i know that this can go here I don't know where that's going to go. So I'm just going to leave it over here by, <laughs> by the couch for now. Oh, no. So I can decide where it should go. <laughs> like, look, you're going to, you're going to be in the, in the interstitial space for just a little while. Because I'm going to have yeah, to move a few pieces. And we're deciding. Yes. No. We're deciding. Deciding where it should live. You know. Might go one place and be like, mm. actually, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Try somewhere else. So we'll see how that goes. That's the slow and steady route for that. My day's been mostly puzzling, as apparently that's what I've been doing. Puzzling and puzzling. Until his puzzler was sore. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Yes, of course. <laughs> Kelly thought of something he hadn't before. Uh, before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got we we watched that. Uh, this is obviously no longer in the in the Christmas season, but in the Christmas spirit. What, uh, especially I know in the in the household that you reside in, um, it's Christmas is kind of a big deal. Uh, what are the, oh yeah, just a bit, right, just a small, just, bit. just a small tiny bit. What are your go-to Christmas movies? What do you like? Do you have ones that you watch every, like you must watch every single year? Oh, yeah, there are 
three mandatory movies mm. that we must watch together. Now, she will watch some other movies just like by herself because, like, I don't, you know, she'll be like, I know you don't like this one, so I'll watch it. So, like, she was watching some last week a little bit, but <clears throat> mandatory without question must be watched uh, is of course the original cartoon Grinch movie right with old Boris Karloff right yeah from the, was it the 60s I guess 60s and what who what who animated those that was uh, I don't remember I don't remember but, but okay. it's yeah that one that is mandatory without question uh, we also must watch uh, Merry Christmas Charlie Brown uh, mandatory <clears throat> right um, I said the other day that we have two Christmas trees in my house technically that is incorrect technically we have three because we do have a Charlie Brown Christmas tree that he got from somewhere like legit like the little like the bent over one with the red ornament on the end of it but we do have that sitting on a bookshelf so if you want to count that one as its own christmas tree technically we have three but that one you know it's more of like a a decoration right sure yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, uh, so that one is also mandatory and then the third most mandatory of them all is, of course, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yep. Ba 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 ba. So <clears throat> those are the three non-negotiables. There are other ones that we watch, just like randomly, just depending on how you're feeling or whatever. Sometimes they have those ones that are on, like you know. But those are the three non-negotiable Christmas movies uh, in our house. I like it. So Susan says, sit down or else. So that's why. Sit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We're just getting the kids into the, uh, the Rankin Bass stop motion. Uh, oh, yeah. Once, you know, Rudolph and, uh, the, what else did we watch? Um, uh, well, there's, oh, Jack, we've seen Jack Frost. Some of those are, some of those are weird. Yeah, like and a couple there's of one them about are a, like just not good. good. There's rest of like one's about a there's one about a donkey, <laughs> I think, and they just get oh worse. yeah there is like, one uh yeah there are some really strange ones like I can't remember what the there's a really strange one where yeah the Jack Frost one is odd. What's the one that's like, yeah, the Santa Claus is coming to town one? That was real weird. I don't really love that one. That's one with like the Burger Meister, Meister Burger thing. And like oh my gosh, yeah. The weird like penguin thing. And like, that's a, like, neither of us had watched that in a long time. And we watched that last year. We're like, oh yeah, I've watched this one. It was, it was probably pretty good. It's like we hadn't seen it in years. And then we both watched it. We're like, mm, okay. Maybe not. Hey, um. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like why Santa has whiskers, lives at the North Pole, brings you presents once a year. 
Fred Astaire is like the mailman guy, like the narrator thing. Yeah. It's just all really strange and like, oh, it's like one of those movies. It's like, this is why this tradition exists. But it's like some real random explanation. Like the town is like giving presents is like illegal because they're all like, no joy, bah, illegal, bah. So like that, <laughs> that was odd. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't like that one so much. Yeah. So we're not watching all of them, but mostly just Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, Rudolph is good. Is Frosty the Snowman ranking best too? Um, uh, that's no? a, that's a good question. Um, not sure. It's on this list here, but Rankin Bass. I don't know if it is or not. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Frosty. That one's pretty good. Oh yeah, Frosty. Really the Frosty one's good. the Frosty one's good. I like that one. The Rudolph and the Frosty one are good. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a best. safe one to watch. Yeah. Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. The kids like that one a lot. So That one's good. We usually watch that one because that one's usually... It's on somewhere. So we'll watch that one. But that's about it. Okay. We used to... I used to really like a Christmas story, right? But like at this point in my life, I've seen that movie just too many times. And the fact that like TBS does like the 24 hours of a Christmas story where it's just on all day. Uh-huh. I don't want to watch that movie anymore. Like I it's I've just been overexposed to mm-hmm. a Christmas story, I feel like. I feel like that's one where I'm just like, mm. It's fine. Well, it is one of those. I liked it when I was younger, but now that I'm, you know, that I've seen it 800 times. Like, I don't, I think it is one of those things where you kind of have to, you know, (laughs) like keep your powder dry on it. It's like why I don't listen to, like, I, I am definitely one as previously discussed that will listen to the same song literally for like five hours on a loop uh, with no problem. However, there are other songs where if I did that to them, I know I would ruin them and I could never go back to them. And so I listen to those very sparingly. Uh, so that I don't ruin them, so that I can continue to enjoy it. And I definitely think Christmas Story is one of those that needs to be enjoyed one time a year, maybe. Like every three years would probably be good. Uh, I mean, yeah, at this point, I don't think I've watched it in at least two years um, for that reason. Like, mm, yeah, I just don't. It's a little too much. <clears throat> We also watch Home Alone usually because that one's on TV a lot. The first Home Alone is pretty good. I always forget how draggy it is, though. Like, that movie is way longer. Every time I watch it, I'm like, man, this movie is a lot longer than I remember it being. Right? Like, it Uh feels like there's a lot more of just Kevin just, like, sitting at home by himself. That, that that's a lot of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like doing nothing. Like that's a whole lot of the movie. Yeah. And like the all, the part that you remember and the part that you like enjoy watching is like the last 20 minutes of the movie. That's it. Like the part that you're always like, oh yeah, I remember this part. Like it's the end. Only. Like the rest of the movie is way too long. Uh now. I mean, 
you know, maybe it's just like my brain playing tricks on me, right? But like, oh, it's it's an hour and forty three minutes long, and the only part that you ever remember is the last twenty minutes. Yeah, you don't like, remember a him. Couple little scenes here and there, like you remember the part where he's like having the fake Christmas party and like Michael Jordan cardboard cutouts on a little train, like going around the living room. Right. But that's like 10 seconds somewhere in the middle of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You totally skip over the fact that he shoplifts and he goes like, he's just like staring around and like walking around the home, like touching things and looking at them. And like, there's a whole lot of not, action in that and definitely i know yeah, there's the a whole lot of that movie where like nothing happens and i know the pacing of movies has definitely changed over the years like modern movies just go at such an intense pace they're almost breathless at times which can be good and bad depending on the content uh oh, yeah a lot of you know, definitely older movies uh there's there's just like time for days to do stuff and like stare at things and walk around and you're like oh man if this were made today this would be this scene would be so chopped up and we <laughs> we'd be in and out and done moving on uh but that movie in particular yeah it's like everyone just remembers the booby traps like that's it and there's there's an there's an hour before that but <laughs> of things so well okay so let's let's think about this because you know in a the movie was in 1990, right? So, like, other movies that are, like, kind of at this time, like, other movies that I, you know, you enjoy, like, if you think about, like, a more action-y movie, like a, I don't know, like, Lethal Weapon, right? Or, like, a Die Hard or something like that, right? They're, so they're paced such that there's, like, a burst of action, and then there's, like, you know, because Lethal Weapon, there's a lot of, they're just, like, sitting in the car. Right? But they'll be like burst of action, and then like them walking and talking about stuff, right? Burst of action, them walking, right? So you're like it's up and down and up and down. Even in like I don't know, a really okay. Here's a really random movie for you, like Rumble in the Bronx, right? Jackie Chan, okay. Yeah, this movie has like crazy weird Jackie Chan action scenes, and then there's just like him talking to a guy, right? You have these breaks where you have action and then you have a break and you have action and you have a break and you have action, you have a break finale, right? Home Alone is like the movie starts, it goes for an hour and 20 minutes, and then there's a lot of action at the end, right? Like this. Because <laughs> the, the quote unquote action in the middle is like, him getting scared watching that gangster movie. True. Or him scaring away the burglars with the gangster movie. Or him like running downstairs and turning on a light and they leave the house. Like that's not really mm. action-y. Yeah, right? I guess that's like, true. That's not- <laughs> the, the action-y isn't enough. It really isn't enough action. Like if you think of the the, the peaks and the valleys, like the, the highs and the troughs, like the difference there between the highs and the lows of like of action state is really minimal there. It doesn't have a yeah, big it's like differential. A, yeah. Exactly. It's like rolling hills. Right. <laughs> the whole first at least hour and a half of that movie is, well, okay, we'll say hour and, you know, a little bit of that movie is just like, rolling hills right a little bit of action back down to kevin 
eating junk food, right? Shot to the parents frantically making phone calls. Back to Kevin doing something weird, right? Like taking a shower. Who knows? And then like all of a sudden the end's like, dude, a bike's peak. Blam. Like there it is. <laughs> Massive action scene at the end that lasts forever, right? It's a very mm-hmm. oddly paced movie. And you don't think about it, really. Because all the parts that you remember are either the end or one of the random, like, 12-second things from the beginning. Right? That's all. But those, like, the early action scenes are, like, the action. It's like 30 seconds, right? Mm. That's it. And then the end is, like, 20 solid minutes of just, like, straight action. <laughs> Yeah. It's like fatiguing almost. You're like, oh my gosh, why? I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, really kind of weird, but there's a know. lot that goes on with that. That's a good, really good point. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a weird movie, right? And I never remember that until I'm like, oh yeah, I like Home Alone. And then I'm watching it and I'm like, man, <laughs> nothing is happening. <laughs> When do when do we get to the paint cans? When does that happen? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, so that one. Mm. I haven't seen Home Alone two in several years, so I don't know if that movie is better or worse uh, in terms of pacing. So uh, I don't remember how that one really goes. The only part of the movie I can remember right now is there's a weird pigeon lady. And oh, I forgot about slides, the pigeon. He slides down the weird trash tube thing in one of the buildings under construction. Yeah, and how is... Yeah, how do they... Oh, man. How does the pigeon lady get tied in with that later? She helps him with something. The pigeons do something. I know they do. Yeah, she... She, like, takes the role of old snow shovel neighbor guy from the first movie. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Who's, like, the guy, and he's, like, afraid of him. But like it turns out he's just like a nice dude that lives next door. That role gets transferred to pigeon lady. Mm. Right? Of like weird, scary pigeon lady in the park or whatever. Uh, that's all I know. That's all I remember. <laughs> Is it Tim Curry in that movie? Oh my gosh. Uh, I think Is he, he, the, is. Is he the, the bellhop butler whatever guy at the hotel? Is that right? He is. Oh my gosh. No, he (laughs) is. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and Tim, yeah. And he definitely, he gives off some, I mean, he gives off some hardcore Tim Curry vibes in that, in that movie. Like he really plays into that really well. My goodness. He's a fantastic actor. Oh my God. He was there. Wow. Who else is in this movie? What? No idea. Hold on. Let's see. Let's IMDB this thing. Yeah. I, like I, I don't know really because I haven't, I haven't watched this movie in a. Rob Schneider is in this movie. What is, he, is this the beginning of Rob Schneider's? Yeah, ascent. Just yeah, being in random movies. Yes, because he he's in the hotel. That's right. He's in the hotel as as another bellhop kind of person. Ah. 
Huh. Yeah, it's very. It's just weird. Like it's just weird because he's like in New York, and then like Harry and Marv are just also in New York, and then they just like want revenge on this small child, and like it's like, yeah, that's definitely. Weird. Definitely some weird. I don't remember how he gets alone in this movie. Oh, I have no really because he's alone. Because like the only reason I remember that Tim Curry was even in this is because I remember him like like trying to prove that he was not alone. Right? No, I thought he was trying to prove that he was alone. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. And Kevin and Kevin is trying to prove that he's not alone. So yeah. he's Curry and the bellhops are trying to find out. Yeah. And cause he like walks in and on him, but he's like, Oh, he had this, uh, uh, this movie. Of course, this movie is a talk boy commercial. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh, you good. Remember? I, you yes, I do like, remember. Because he, I, he plays like the playing record. off the first movie where he does that thing where he plays the, the uh the that movie yep right? the gangster movie yeah gangster movie which uh listeners if you didn't know not a real movie sorry no made um, specifically yeah for that for that um i but he, at the beginning of the movie he's like recording on the hottest toy of that year was it 92 93 something like that 92 the talk boy which is just a handheld tape recorder but where he like records all the people in his family. And like, I remember there's a part where Tim Curry comes, he like busts into the bathroom. Yeah. And like, Weirdly. he has rigged up like a fake person in the shower and he's like playing his uncle's voice. Uh huh. Right? They're like, respond to Tim Curry. First of all, if you've ever used it, hate, there's no way that this would actually like work properly. Like, no. You can't like find a spot on a tape to be like, oh, here, black. Like, that doesn't work. Yeah. But, I do this even as a child. But uh yeah, this movie is a Talkboy commercial. Well, actually, did so you say Talkboy commercial. Did you know that the Talkboy as designed was just a prop for the movie that they then licensed out to a toy manufacturer to make because of the movie? Okay, I did not know that. Yes. I do when you were talking about that, I was like, wait, I've looked into this before because I loved my Talkboy. Uh um, like, you had one. I did. Right? Like I you, had one. I <laughs> and th- it was cool. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. It had a little tiny microphone and this little plastic stem that you could like extend out or retract down. Moving yeah, it all which, of I don't three I don't like three millimeters. No, it did nothing. Yeah, uh, but, but it looked cool. <laughs> it totally looked cool. It had the little. My favorite part was you held it like a camcorder, and there was a thumb button that you activated to do the recording and such. Um, where oh. instead of a buttons on top. So it was a thumb activated button. So imagine sliding your hand up and gripping the yeah. whole cassette with, yeah. a, with that plastic strap around the back. And then where your thumb rest actually had a little button to actuate the recording uh, and, and manipulate it that way. Yeah, because yeah, like basically, basically coming back from your thumb is where that microphone came out. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it, it, the front end was where the speaker was. Yes. Yeah. I don't uh, know where this is anymore. But yeah, this was a prop. It's in the attic. Yeah, uh, 100%. This was a prop made for a movie that then a toy company approached them going, we'll, we'll, we'll make that. 
please and sell it <laughs> and and the the studio said okay you may license the design for this prop and actually sell this to people and they did and it was glorious there you go that's <laughs> i guess i didn't realize that i thought maybe it was like togetherness cuz i don't now that's what have they a good, strong memory of like <laughs> the timeline here <laughs> no no i you know you would be you would be forgiven for thinking that because that is what is totally done in all sorts of TVs and movies today, right? Where where they go, we need a phone. And then the phone manufacturers will actually petition um, <clears throat> studios to use and pay for the right to use their phone in the film or in the TV series. Uh, and, it, and then it effectively does become a commercial for them, but they have to get, get the rights to use yeah. the likeness. So it, it, and so it's definitely works the other way around. Um, this was just, must be a, I wonder how many other times this kind of thing happened where, uh, somebody approached them and because of the design in the movie made a product, not the other way around. Cause we typically don't think of them in that way. Yeah. I bet it happened a lot in the 90s cause 90s movies were real weird. And that's when like licensing kind of like, well, I mean, after the late 80s, right? Because the 80s, I guess the 80s is really when like licensed products, like being their own property in movies kind of started, right? With like Transformers and G.I. Joe and all that stuff, right? Hmm. So I imagine that happened. I imagine they, they sold that. They made an actual action figure from like Jingle All the Way, right? But they did that, hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, you... You know they did, unfortunately. <laughs> True. Huh. Huh. This also reminds me, right? Speaking of strange, strange 90s movies tropes, uh, this was a common feature, right? Kids being alone through one way or another and like getting up to all kinds of weird shenanigans. Right? This was like a very 90s movie thing that happened Mm -hmm. frequently, I think. Like, random kid is alone doing weird things like getting up to no good, you know. Uh, It's happened a lot. Do you have any favorites from this genre? Can you think um, of any other movies? Well, I got well, two right off the top of my head. Okay, well, I'm thinking of uh, the Three Ninjas, obviously. Um, oh, yes, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> as as a film in which uh, not one—I mean, technically, were they alone? Technically, no. But did it involve three I mean, boys? Yeah, for several parts of this movie, yes, they were. Well, but they right. had each. But they had each other. Um, oh, they did have each. Other. I mean, okay, when I say alone, I mean. <laughs> without adult supervision yes uh in my brain other children notwithstanding okay yeah the three ninjas um obviously uh a prime example for this uh that movie is i bet i don't know if i would say that if i watched it today because i have not seen that movie a long time and i will never as a kid i love that movie so much i mean notwithstanding the fact that it was also a movie of three brothers uh and being in a home with three brothers it was like this is how how more perfect could this get and and the middle kids was the middle colored kids was blue so it's perfect anyway (laughs) 
Anyway, so that's that's I'm throwing I'm throwing three ninjas into the um oh man that's a genre. good one okay that's a good one how about the first movie I thought I thought okay so my the way that I arrived at this is I was thinking about Home Alone and then I was thinking I couldn't remember if Tim Curry was in Home Alone two or this other movie because this <laughs> is another movie where a kid <laughs> is alone in a hotel but he's not alone because he has an orangutan. And that oh. movie is, of course, Dunstan Checks In from oh 1996. Gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. All in all, a pretty terrible movie. It's an awful movie. It really is. But instead of Tim Curry, <laughs> that movie's nosy bellhop guy is Jason Alexander. I learned. Uh-huh. I didn't remember. And oh, that's Faye, that's Faye Dunaway in it too. My gosh, I've forgotten yeah. how terrible that movie is. Wow. It also has Pee Wee is also in that movie. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> that just takes it a whole nother. But that My movie gosh. is oh, insane. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Checks in. Oh, yeah. Wow, I, is the is your is your number two? Is this going to top it, or is this going to? I don't know. I, I, I would, why would you lead with Dunstan Jackson? I would because it's the first one I thought of. <laughs> okay, fair. fair, fair. Uh, here, do you have any more? Uh, my brain, movie. my brain's still circling about an orangutan in a hotel, and it's not. Breaking, yeah, right. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't. So think bad. Uh huh. All right, I got one here. Hold on. Let me let me read you this synopsis. Uh Let me see if this is I'm trying to f- remember. Yes. So, so here's another doozy of a movie, right? This movie doesn't make any sense either. Uh Okay. Okay. I, okay. I, I have. A, okay. I actually have. Anyway, continue. Yeah. All right. So here we go. This. Okay. Uh, let's see if you remember this gem. This is a movie I remember liking a lot for some reason. I don't really know why. I haven't seen it in since I was like ten, either probably. So that could be. I mean, it can't be ten because it came out in nineteen ninety five. So okay. possibly eleven. Um, <laughs> this is a movie in which. A young boy apparently has to travel to China to reunite a panda cub with its mother. This is, of course, amazing panda adventure. <laughs> right? <laughs> Where he meets oh another gosh. random girl and her grandfather who uh-huh. is access translator and him and girl end up for long stretches of time, like evading poachers in China while they're trying to reunite a panda cub panda. with its mother. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. What, what the heck is that? What, is that? what the heck? <laughs> I, I, I don't That's remember this movie. movie. That is insane. What was going on? Yes. What, what was going on in the know. 90s? Why did they think that would be a okay? real weird stuff, man? Wow, real weird stuff. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, 
I, this is not going to top a, a kid with a panda in any way, shape, or form. Um, I, this is probably this is a movie probably to the extreme of of uh, a child being left alone. Um, Baby's Day Out. Oh my it's, god! It, it's a literal baby. <laughs> evading all sorts of hijinks causing all sorts of havoc around an entire city baby's day out where they're going to kidnap the baby and the baby just in just crawls literally crawls around because again a baby (laughs) crawls around the city (laughs) as the kidnappers try and get the baby but they they cannot uh Yes. In, yeah. So yeah, babies stay out. That's that's. I'll throw that one in there because I'd forgot. I was like, yeah, oh, babies stay out. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> oh my goodness. That's great. Uh, another one. Right. This movie. <laughs> this movie apparently clocking in. I just googled it. Clocking in with a whopping nine percent. On Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, right. no. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Um, this is a, a movie where... Uh, I don't even really know how to describe this. This uh, The setup for this movie is really bizarre. There is a 11-year-old boy, right, who gets his bike run over by a fleeing gangster <laughs> and the gangster uh in order to uh placate the boy gives uh-huh. him a check but he forgets Gets. to write a dollar amount on the check uh-huh. making it a blank, blank check. check boom oh my gosh <laughs> i remember so the boy like he like writes in like one million dollars and he takes it to the bank and they're like okay here you go and he's like what? what? <laughs> and then shenanigans ensue, right? He buys like a house and all kinds of like real crazy stuff, and like it's all yeah, yeah. There you go. And then like oh. the dude comes back and tries to seek revenge on him, but also like the cops are after the bad guy. It's a whole, it's a whole yeah. weird movie. But blank check. Here you go. <laughs> Gosh, that's got um, Miguel <laughs> Ferrer. Miguel is that? He, is he the? Is he the? Um... I forget, is he the gangster or who plays the gangster in that movie? I forget yeah, it's him. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Him. Yeah. He yeah. plays that really I well. His picture is like, yep. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Of him. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, yeah. I forget. What a, what, what yeah. a weird premise. That's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. And he goes out and he gets everything. Oh yeah. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. Michael Lerner is in this movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's a tone Loke. Nineties favorite tone Loke. Shout out tone Loke. What's up? Everybody's favorite. Juice, but juice. Everybody loves, everybody loves everybody loves Fern Gully. Okay. They they do. obviously. Um yes. <laughs> uh this is, that goes without question. Uh this does have the weird what is that um the weird relationship that he has with that woman halfway through where you're like, This is a little <laughs> I'm kinda unsure about what's going on here. And I don't think yeah, don't, cause she's like Yeah, that's like, weird. Well, it's not <clears throat> Not yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, it's like, uh, yeah, kind of <laughs> awkward. It's like very questionable. She's like, it's implied that she's like substantially older than him, and you're like, 
wait a minute. Uh, yes. um, hold yes. on. Heavily implied. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. Uh, that's a good one. That's good. I have, I have, uh, yes, oh. this, this article says, uh, sorry, this is sorry. Nineties kids. Blank check is Disney's most disturbing movie. <laughs> now, and it's, it's talking about that, right? Like, yeah. It's talking about 11 year old Preston. How old is this girl supposed to be? And then red flag occurs in Preston starts spending all the money he has to give cover for his parents. I want to know. I don't know. But yeah, Shay, the 32 year old FBI <gasps> agent. Oh, that's your thing. FBI agent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's bizarre. It's not. It's yeah. I that's the, the I I definitely I have watched this one time in the last ten years. And, like it's like what what is going on with this? This is not okay in any way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah, yeah. I oh forgot about gosh. that part until you just brought it up, and I just saw this picture. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, there's that scene where they're like in the at dinner, and then like running in the rain and in the back of the car you know it's like this is really yeah. is it the rain yeah. or something about fa- anyway something like I was, that yeah i don't like, exactly i'm but. not don't need that so <laughs> anyway, <real> weird. I, <laughs> uh, I have one more to add to this list and um then uh all i can say is uh this this movie taught me to not play with your father's secret ray guns that he builds in your house. Oh! <laughs> because yes! honey, honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh um, my gosh, yes. He's so good. One, one of my all-time favorite movies. I can't tell you how many times I have seen this. It's not a 90s movie, but it's a late 80s movie, so it's kind yeah, so of we'll, an it counts. overlapping period. Right? Yes. We'll count it. Yeah, we'll count now, it. If you if you look at um I'm just looking at the dates of these. Uh it spans from 1989 to 19 like 95, 96. So it's like this early this time period for some reason. Um this was yeah. such a I I love this movie. Uh because well, this is like the this I mean so this okay, go ahead. Do you think and I got I got a comment oh, about this. No, no, no. I think the the thing about this movie that I just absolutely loved was um the their the their use of practical effects uh in, that made this just stand out when you watch this back again and again and uh you know the the broom scene and just the how they're sliding down it there's a slot it just it just really did a great job of immersing you into what this would look like in these very mundane days uh or tasks in your life that now are all of a sudden like just horrible um and r.i.p to the ant that's all i'm gonna say i still cry it's never yeah. never have i been sad about the death of an ant uh except for that movie oh my right? god movie makes you like that movie makes you like feel really bad about ants uh-huh. And you're like, no, Auntie. Or whatever Auntie! Like, no. I, think, I think it is actually Auntie. <laughs> I think it is think Auntie. It is. But- it's literally Auntie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm so what were you what were you gonna say? Oh, that's right. That's okay. I was I wanted to talk about that. That because yeah, that movie is really good, right? I haven't seen that movie in a really long time either. But that movie is really good. Yeah. I actually. mean and Rick Moranis just doing like he is Rick, Rick Moranis is always great. 
it's always. always he's always great. I love how it's like everything that he's doing to find the kids and it's just so zany but at the same time you're like i could almost believe this happened this <laughs> happening because of the i mean the premise is kind yeah. of weird, like the shrink ray in the attic like okay that's kind of odd but i uh i can't say enough how much i absolutely love this movie so good right yes just scrolling through here seeing if there's any other movies that i missed oh. i want to know your thoughts on does i want to know if this movie counts because it's technically a kid alone but it's a little bit weirder how do, where does does uh, do we count warriors of virtue on this list oh my gosh <laughs> jeez <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> that's a movie for sure technically uh, that kid is alone right but there's like weird martial arts kangaroos gosh. around him so I didn't know about that but I, I mean <laughs> It's the it's the kid having the adventure. I think that's I think we have uh, definitely expanded the premise of this of 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 being alone. But um, I mean, it's the kid still. We, having we might the put adventure. that one on a different list because he's a little I, bit weird. It's a little well, bit of an odd one, you know. Goes, I'm going to put an asterisk by this, but okay, yeah, we'll do that one asterisk. <laughs> asterisk. Whereas whereas Honey I Shrunk the Kids firmly fits into this genre, Warriors of Virtue is kind of like. Maybe it's like adjacent to this. It's definitely right? it's adjacent. Like, but my gosh, that that that's more I feel like that's more in the um uh like child gets picked for a special mission. Oh, uh, oh okay, you might be right. Okay. Kind of thing. You're right. You're right. That but, one is a chosen one. That is a yeah. chosen one genre movie. <clears throat> that's okay. definitely right. a chosen one. We'll save but our discussion about that one for later. I st- I still okay, looking okay. Look, it, it, oh, my brain. I'm so sorry. It's like, it's like looking back. Like we watched this in theaters. I guarantee you, we have. Like I, I did. I we did. We watch this in a movie theater. I get the feeling like we did. Or, oh yeah, we did. It was one of the. It had to be one of those like. Yeah, we would have. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we would have for sure. If it was like one of those summer movies where it was like no dollars or like. Yeah, like it definitely was. Oh, just the screenshots from this movie. You're like, what? How? Yeah, like, what is happening? Yeah, it's it's just a fever dream of True. so so many things. Okay, yeah. So I, I mean, True. that's that's yeah. <laughs> There's two other movies that are slightly adjacent to this. Okay, right? I guess one of them would be like the Goonies. Yeah, right. That's like kids on a adventure that's an 80s movie right yeah um, late mid, mid 80s right yeah yeah, yeah. It's kids on and then adventure. of course the other one that's sort <sighs> of adjacent to this where like the kids are like they're like it's not so much that they're on their own but they're just like it's the movie just follows the kids out doing their own thing all the time is of course the sandlot the greatest <gasps> movie of all time uh, uh that's, that's true <laughs> true fair but that kind of drifts into that weird like 90s kids sports movie genre so that's a different uh-huh. genre as well but it's adjacent anyway yeah yeah no but that's that's good because then but that movie is just about kids like out doing things. living their life yeah it's not not exactly on like an extreme adventure like saving pandas um <clears throat> yeah like saving pandas or defeating ninjas or def- obviously, obviously. yeah <laughs> what, are, what are you doing with your life because yeah then that just that does get into other <gasps> things like 
uh, I don't think these would go on the list, but like, because you know, like ET is kind of like a kids' adventure movie. Like he's doing the adventure by himself, and then, but not kind really, of. kind of. Then I'm also but thinking he's not of like, like, but the other ones we talked about, the kids are like alone, alone. Yeah, right? they're like yeah. away from parents. So like Home Alone, Dunstan oh, Jackson, okay. Blank Check, right? They're like okay. away from parents. Lazy Pen Adventure, okay. Like the three ninjas, even they're like away from their parents. They like leave their parents to go out and do all this stuff. You know what I mean? They're not like at home. Okay. Uh, I have, I officially have one to add to the list about kids leaving their parents to go on an adventure. It may fall into the category of like the chosen. I'll let you decide. Uh, 1991's hook. Ooh, tricky because. Hmm. Hmm. That is a chosen one movie because mm. it's like Peter rediscovering his chosenness. That's a good point. But mm, that's a tough one. But mm-hmm. they do leave to go. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a fringe one. That's a fence one. But that's yeah. a good one, though. It is. And Dustin Hoffman has an amazing mustache. I feel like mustache. that movie. I feel, oh, yeah. So I feel like everybody talks about Robin Williams in this movie. Not enough people talk about how excellent Dustin Hoffman and Bob Hoskins are. Oh my gosh. I, I know. In this movie. I, because oh. it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Like them together. It's brilliant. I, like, Bob Robin Hos- Williams, who saw the credit. I mean, cause he's great, but he's amazing. Bob Hoskins and, and does it often. Man, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And if, because if you, if you just glance at the hook in the movie, like, you don't get Dustin Hoffman. Like you have to like, it takes you a little bit to realize who's underneath there because you know, he, they do the thing with the teeth and they change his oh, nose yeah. and the eyebrows. Like there, there's a considerable, uh, makeup going on in there, but yeah, like, he's amazing. Yeah. Well, and the way that he's acting, he's like, yeah. he's just chewing it up and he's just leaning into it so hard. So good. <laughs> yeah. He's really amazing. It's one of my, yeah, so many. I, just it's a good movie in general, but yeah, I think it is. I, I do agree. It's on that borderline of kind of chosen adventure, um, v- versus just being true like the kids on their own kind of thing. Yeah, I think it might be more chosen y. Okay, but it's good either way, right? Um. All right, back to what I was going to say about the. When you're talking about the time period that these movies take place oh, in, yes, go ahead. Right, so I think that's pretty interesting because I don't have any more movies to add. To the list, okay, unless you do. No, so I, no, I'm I'm out. All right, yeah, me too. Um, so this time period, right, this kind of like late '80s, early '90s, right. This is interesting because this is very much like <clears throat> kind of the the last time where like. Yeah. you know you heard like the, the the term like latchkey right kids was a thing mm. right this like late gen x like early millennial right like me um uh-huh. like where you would just like go you know like you would just like go out and do things or you know we would just get off the bus and i just had a key to the house in my backpack and then we would just like Go inside. That was it. Right? Like, if nobody was home, it was fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Here's no big deal. But like, 
we would go out and you know mom or dad would just be like be home by dark okay bye right Right. like that was it or you know we'd go to the mall and mom would be like meet me at this bench at four o'clock goodbye (laughs) you know and like that Uh (laughs) that was just it you just like go around this is like the last the last like the last time before everybody was connected by phones. You know what I mean? So like this genre of movie sort of disappears when cell phones become a thing. Because, you know, as a movie device, if you can just call somebody, your movie is over, right? If Home Alone was now, it would be a five minute movie. Right. Because <laughs> it was right. just like, they would just like Facebook message each other and be like, oh, yeah, you left me home. Okay. I'm going to so-and-so's house. I'll see when you get back. Yeah. I'm good. Okay, cool. I'm good. See you later. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like that's that's good. Yeah. It, that's it really, a whole movie. <laughs> it really was the last time that uh kids, this is gonna sound bad and it doesn't mean like like but kids could disappear in the world uh and weren't connected to anything. And so what I think what you're getting at is well, this, and it was like, okay, right. It was yeah, like, okay. Because yeah. there was no expectation of like, I'm going to need to know exactly where you are 100% of the time. Right? Yes. Like, bye. Like that was it. Like this was the, I mean, they didn't, you know, they didn't really know it at the time, I guess. But like, that was the last time when that was a thing. Yeah. And so these you movies know? really were, Possibly playing into the what what goes on in that interstitial time, right? Like, yeah. That so these were these were kids' movies in as much as they were speaking to that time the kids were away from parents on their own adventures about what are they yeah. getting up to, basically. Because <laughs> some of those movies, like it ends like, what were you doing? Like, oh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> wink, right? Like, <laughs> wink at the camera, freeze frame, uh-huh. in credits roll. Like that's kind of the thing that happened right like that was it and a lot of these movies where it's like even the ones that are like you know more like not like kids go off on random adventure but like other genres of movies where it's like kids in the 90s they were like you know they're just like wandering around the road running around the street (laughs) doing whatever like right you know like what'd you get up to today oh nothing nothing yep like wink cheesy like sound effect noise right? freeze frame <laughs> freeze frame <laughs> you know like ferris bueller kind of where it's like oh well that's ding, a, like goes that's, over yeah that's another possible one uh if you want to add ferris bueller to i mean he's older in it but kinda, uh, yeah, he's a little older like, that's a little bit slightly different but like similar vibe you know for sure same kind of thing where like he's just going off and doing his own thing and like if there were cell phones around and that movie was out, that movie would not happen. Nope. Because like, <laughs> you know, that might be one of those like high school drama movie, you know, like where mm-hmm. high schooler, cause he's a, like a high school kid. And so, yeah. stuff. so that's a slightly different genre movies. We can talk about that one later. Some good ones in that one. But like, mm-hmm. you know, that for this purpose of this conversation, if Ferris Bueller has a phone game over, right? Mm-hmm. Because, Principal, what's his face? Just like calls dad's cell phone. Dad goes home. Mom goes home. Sees Ferris not there. 
Movie over. Done. Exactly. That's it. Right? Like, none of this. None of this. I can't get a hold of your dad. Nah. Nah. <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how this works. Not happening. So this is like the last, the last unconnected time. Mm. Really. Which is why, you know, which weird we think about it. Because like, you know, like I said, these movies didn't know that they were doing that. Right? Like, they didn't know that this was the end of that. You know? So like, have all these like really crazy adventures and all this stuff going on and like but this was the last hurrah of weird crazy adventure movies where children would be left alone with their own devices and <laughs> you know it was just like normal uh-huh right like it was just kind of normal where it was fine and then just a few years later it was all gone forever it really was it, it was you know like <clears throat> Yeah, because all of a sudden that became couldn't do that anymore. It's not not okay. Yeah, because you know, like like I said, we go to the mall. Like mom would legitimately like sometimes like you know one of our friends would be there or it would be us or whatever. She'd be like, "All right, just go." Mm. Okay, like we would go watch a random movie in the movie theater. (laughs) Go eat french fries like right you could go to the arcade thing you could go into the toy store like go wherever you want and you know didn't matter as long as, long as you're on that bench by four if you were not there at four o'clock you were dead but you could <laughs> <laughs> very serious things would happen <clears throat> very seriously it could happen mm-hmm. you know but you know, yeah that was like that was it, you know, because that that was the last time where, where you know, I could I could go somewhere and people wouldn't like call me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so yeah, later, you know, Absolutely. you know. Later, it just turned into like I'm just gonna call you. Like, where are you? Mm-hmm. Or a little bit after that, text you. Where you at? Mm. Get back here now. Okay, well, like, <laughs> and it's it's interesting how uh, how that has impacted. I don't know. Um, uh, part of the storytelling and writing to to some extent in what stories you can tell because of just the the connectedness that that we have right you're not able to tell these fantastical disappearing from the world and nobody noticing because these days somebody would notice and <laughs> in the only time like somebody watching that movie would be like well, that's completely ridiculous. Uh, there would be at least 14 people who didn't see their recent, recent Snapchat who'd be concerned that they weren't, didn't show up or blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it does affect the storytelling. It's very weird. Like, some movies, like, intentionally, like, you notice there's, like, not a lot of phones in them. Mm-hmm. Just because they're sort of establishing, like, forget about the phone for a minute so we can tell this, you know, like, there's, like, right. Oh, Pay no attention. Don't remember that you have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And other movies do the opposite where they like play it up and then they, they introduce some sort of like thing that makes the phone not work right. You know, like, yes, they, they left the, it. They dropped it. The charger it's, wasn't plugged in the, overnight the, and the batteries. Yeah. The batteries dead. something right. You have to, but you have to like say that. There's some plot you know. device, yeah. That's yeah, some sort of plot device of like, oh, just you know, no, nope, doesn't work. Oh, sorry. Thing, yeah. like, look away, uh, look away. 
Like I accidentally grabbed the wrong phone, right? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, I was at this restaurant and I grabbed some random lady's phone and she had mine. And so, oh, no, shucks. Oh, darn. Right. Yeah. They have to do that like intentionally. They have to like waste time in the movie, be like, hey, look. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. The phone that you think, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, geez. <laughs> so, so yeah. I think that's why, you know, that was a, mm. You know, that's a really they, they didn't know, but that was yeah. a, that was a common thing in the time, and so that that sort of showed up in the movies of like, oh hey, look, you know, and like you said, like play into like, what about if this happened, right? Like, oh man, you know, <laughs> oh no, zany kids, oh out running amok, you know what I mean? Like, there you go. <laughs> I agree. You're here. So watch more '90s movies. There we go. True. I think that's, that's what we learned, learned today. Right. Listeners, so. if you have any movie suggestions about kids on their own running amok, causing shenanigans, let us know what we missed. Tell us what you think of our uh, our newest entry into yet another strange subgenre uh, <laughs> miniseries here on Old Brother. Let us. <laughs> <laughs> keeps coming back around. Can't get in the way of it. Good, right? Another uh what was the episode? Another niche genre, right? Another niche go. genre. So yet if you another. like this, go check out that episode. There's more. <laughs> it's um, always more. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love yes. it. Okay. I I like it. We will continue our deep dive into more and more <laughs> <laughs> niche yes. genres. Yeah. No, we gotta get we gotta get to nineties children's sports movies. Cause that's oh man. Okay. That's a gold mine right there. Small kids doing sports zanely. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely <sighs> Okay. At well. some point in the future that will happen. <laughs> yes. Okay. And what was the wait, sorry, what was the what, what was the, the the top five that we need to come up with um that we talked about uh just here in closing here. We talked about doing a top five ranking of something the other day. Oh, it was cat movies. Cat movie. Was it cat movies? Cat yes. Movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause we were talking about the mice thing and then we were talking about cinema cats. And so we were thought, oh, we should do a cat movie. Okay. One. I but we need I, to nail down we need to nail down some criteria. Yes. About this. Yes. This will be this will be on the list. Okay. We we we, we will work on this uh moving yeah, forward. We gotta nail down some criteria because now I have some questions about what does that mean? Like <laughs> starring like cat in the because the other one was was mouse in starring role. Right? Yes. Like main character, protagonist. Uh-huh. Okay. It does mean that. That'll be so. important. I feel like there's a lot more that's pretty much the only thing we need to talk about, right? Because uh, it doesn't matter it, if it's animated or whatever. Because we I, had the other one, we had like Stuart Little was on there, and that's yes. live action. Movie. I do, yeah. I do think they need to be in some in some starring role in a starring role. I guess, yeah. Well, like as protagonist, it, yes, yes, contributing. So I mean, like as the main character, right? Because I feel like I feel like that's important because that's how the mouse one was. Like yes. those, the mice were the main characters in the movie. Yeah, and in order there to get be other good, animals about, it, in right. order to get good apples to apples comparison with the movies, obviously we need to standardize. It's the main character. Yes, I agree. Well, I mean, yeah, clearly. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like it yeah. wouldn't be fair if it was like, because, okay, so when you get into these like animated movies where they're all anthropomorphized animals, like it could be that the antagonist is the cat. Yeah. But not the main character. So maybe just for my personal list, I would just do there were at least one of the main main protagonists. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One so what was it we said? I have to shortlist this one. Uh we say one of the main protagonists. Right? Yeah, because some I can think of a couple movies right now where there's like you know, two main characters or three main characters and one of them is cat. Maybe not all of them, but one of them. So that would be okay. I I would say allow that. Okay. All right. Start working on this list. Okay. And top five. Uh, top cat five movies. Cat movies of all time. Tune in. Of next. all time. Oh boy. All right. Yeah. I'm feeling a lot of mine are going to be animated, but that's okay. I hate. I. I. Yes. Uh. I'm look. I'm. I'm trying. I'm. I'm sure we're going to try and we're going to find like some weird, obscure, like 1930s movie that was built about a cat, wrecking wrecking. If only Manhattan if apartment. only there was a website that would help us with such I know. things. I know. Man, I'm sure it would be handy. And they're going to get a lot of traffic oh! hits from us. Moviecat.com. Cinemacats.com. Cinemacats. One of our favorite places on the internet. Yes. Many corners. So, Okay. Well, with that, we will hang up the microphones for another week. All right, and I'll start working on my cat list. Even if it's not for next week, I'm going to start working on it. Same. Yes, because, yes, same, same. (laughs) Because, as the tagline says, who knows what will happen? Who knows? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where's, yeah. Where's our, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You, you work on an intro (laughs) outro music. Send over the file. Sounds good. (laughs) Little, little like stinger thing. Like, like, love it. Oh, love you. <laughs> <laughs> love you too. Bye. Bye.